Welcome to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit, nonpartisan Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics, the production of America's Talking Network. You can listen to all of our terrific podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording today's episode on Tuesday, August 8th. And joining me as always is Dr. Orfe Devonge, PhD economist. Dr. O, it's great to be back with you after a little hiatus. You and I both had things going on the last few weeks and we taped a few shows en masse and now we're back ready to talk about the news of the day. But first of all, sir, wellness check. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Great. I'm in my home office in suburban Chicago. You are out on the road, I believe, in Las Vegas, Nevada. I saw a text from you earlier today. You said it was 107 degrees there. I hope you're staying cool. I want to jump in right into this um, into this Fitch rating story. Fitch uh, obviously offers uh, guidance with regard to the uh, viability of governments to pay money back, to borrow it and pay money back. And it applies ratings to government entities. And the United States had its credit rating dropped from AAA to AA+. People are probably like, well, you know, I don't even know what any of this means. What does any of this mean? Yeah, look, the rating agencies, you know, uh, are basically uh, there to provide information to investors, to bond investors, about the credit quality of companies and in this case, governments, right? Uh, The U.S. government in particular. And and what uh, Fitch did is it downgraded, right, the credit quality of the U.S. government from AAA, which is like the best rating you can get, to AA plus, uh, basically signaling that, you know, uh, the U.S. government was not as credit worthy as it once was. Got it. So, you know, so tell me what this means to me. I mean, I live in, like I said, I live in Illinois. Um We've had Fitch credit ratings that, frankly, went to letters uh, series that I had never known would exist and were rated at triple B plus. And that is actually an upgrade that we were rated at one point, I believe, one level below junk. I mean, why should any of us care about this? Why, you know, why, why does this ultimately matter? And, and how do we connect with this in real life? Well, look, bottom line is, do you want to lend your money to some entity that uh, is likely not to be able to pay you back uh, is really the question, right? And so, uh, and that's why we care about these, fit, these, these ratings, these credit rating agencies. Uh, but in the case of the U.S. government, uh, the U.S. government is, is, is a, ma- it's a massive, the U.S. economy is a massive economy. And the U.S. dollar and the U.S. Treasury securities are still the global reserve currency. And being being a monetary sovereign basically means that the U.S. will never need to default on its debt. And that and that basically the uh, increase in uh, the cost of servicing U.S. debt will likely uh, the increase in the cost of debt, the increase in fiscal deficits and U.S. debt will likely show up in, in, in terms of higher inflation, not in terms of, uh, you know, the U.S. Uh, ever having to default on its, uh, on its obligations. 
And, and so it, so while Fitch comes out and does this to kind of like sound the alarm, right, and tell people, look, you know, this is what's going on. We have this erosion of governance in America. We have this fiscal deterioration. The reality is the U.S. will not need to default, will never need to default. Uh, what the U.S. will likely do is continue to take out more and more debt, which is just going to show up in inflation in, in the form of an inflation task, ta- tax on, uh, on its uh, residents. Uh, so that's really what it means. Another thing is when, when this happened, we barely saw a market reaction. And the reason we barely saw a market reaction is because I think bond investors already knew this was going on, right? We knew this from, from before, from when we had this, that we almost reached that, uh, that debt limit, you know, the debt limit crisis, and we had to raise the debt ceiling. You know, the markets already internalized all of this. It was all priced in. Uh, and so, you know, real, the reality is usually very often those ratings tend to follow the market, uh, not the other way around. Yeah. So, I mean, um, when might this change positively or negatively? How often would Fitch issue a rating um, on um, on a on a on the I guess on the federal government's credit? I mean, I, I I can't remember the last time that this was a headline at the national level. Like I said, I mean, I live in Illinois. It was a headline. It seemed like every quarter. We went down, 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 and, the, and, the, and then recently we, we've been able to, largely I think through stimulus dollars, have been able to pay some of the debt that we had on time and, and improve our rating here in Illinois. But uh, at a national level, this is a story that, uh, that doesn't, doesn't feel like it comes around all that often. No, last time was S&P Global lowered the U.S. rating to AA plus in 2011, right? And so- uh, you know, the st- standard in poor is global, uh, which is uh, S&P. Uh, you know, they did the same thing in 2011. So a while back and in 2011, we had a similar situation where we had, uh, you know, a little bit of gridlock in Congress and uh, and we were late at raising the debt ceiling. Uh, and so and so this was this was expected. You know, I, I, what I'm surprised about is that Fitch did not really do this. Sooner, uh, I think they, I think they just kind of waited around. We had a you know uh, waited for the pandemic to kind of go away. Uh, the, you know, kind of the, the the you know the pandemic was kind of the the reason why we uh, started. Uh, you know, it, maybe not even the only reason. I think before the pandemic, we already had some issues, right? We have uh, you know growing uh, obligations. And I'm talking about uh, Social Security, for example, uh, that uh, are just not going to go away without major reforms. And so, uh, and so, this maybe this rate, this credit rating change, should have come sooner, uh, but it was delayed, which is why a lot of people were scratching their heads, right? Like, why now? Right. Well, I, pr- I appreciate the insights. I mean, this is one of those things that I think would zoom over the heads of most people. Don't really think about it. Not really something that enters into our day to day life, but it, frankly, it, it matters to all of us. So I, it's definitely going to matter, right? It's going to matter in the long run. You know, if we continue on the path we're on, right? Uh, you know, getting close to to uh, breaching the debt limit every time, you know, that it's just going to show up in higher yields 
and potentially a ton of uh, a ton more uh, inflation. Thanks so much, Orfe. For Orfe Divangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics and dozens of other high-quality podcasts at americastalking.com. 